Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, January 17, 2022. Italy is fighting against the coronavirus and its variant uh, Omicron, which according to a study was at uh, 81% of positive cases on January 3, and today this percentage will certainly be close to 100%. Today, 2.5 million Italians are in isolation for COVID, only two positives out of 100 are in the hospital, between ordinary hospitalizations and intensive care, but the spread of Omicron is emptying the streets and pushing the return to smart working. The regions with the highest number of cases yesterday were Lombardy, then Campania, Emilia-Romagna, Veneto and Lazio. Uh, There is the hope that the peak has been reached, at least with regard to new positives. The numbers are still very high, but there could be the beginning of a trend with lower numbers of the curves of new positive deaths and hospitalizations, both ordinary and intensive care. It's still early to be certain, but there is hope. The percentage growth in the last week was lower than the previous one and in the last few days there seems to be a clear deceleration of the epidemic curve. There is however a problem with health workers. At least 12,000 doctors and nurses are positive for at least one week, they cannot work. Every day 1,800 health workers discover they are infected and must leave their departments. Of course, there is a sort of turnover, others become negative and return to work. But if a portion return to work because the isolation period ends thanks to the negative swaps, another higher portion must stay at home because of the positive swap. To these are added another 26,000 absent doctors and nurses. They are suspended because they refuse to vaccinate. In summary, in the most difficult phase of the pandemic, with over 20,000 hospitalized for COVID, Italian hospitals are without 40,000 health workers. From today, the Aosta Valley goes in the orange zone and it is the first region in this wave. All the others are in yellow zone, except five with better numbers in white zone. There are, these are Basilicata, Molise, Puglia, Sardinia and Umbria. But soon the government will meet with the regions to discuss requests for simplification of some anti-COVID rules that concern in particularly the stop to quarantine for positive asymptomatic and vaccinated with boosters or with second dose for less than four months, the end of the system of callers for the regions and the enlargement of the commercial categories of stores where the Super Green Pass will be required for access. The numbers speak for themselves. The data say that the no-vax in ICU are in percentage 38 times more than those vaccinated with third dose. But if we move to the probability of death from COVID, the numbers are even more resounding. In Italy, those who have not yet been vaccinated have a 70, 70 times higher risk of dying from COVID. Yet, among the over 50, still 2 million Italians are not vaccinated, not even with the first dose, despite the obligation. It's true that in a week have tripled the first doses among those over 50 years, and one day were administered 92,000, which is a record since September. There is, however, much surprise at the details of the mandatory vaccination for those over 50 years, which will start from February 1st. Not only many argue that the fine of only 100 euros is too low, but since unfortunately in Italy the bureaucracy and slowness of the system of justice are perhaps the main causes of problem, it seems that appealing to oppose the fines will be enough to postpone up to 260 days the time when one will have to pay this too small fine, which certainly does not scare those who after two years of pandemic 
140,000 deaths in Italy alone and the risk 70 times higher of dying still do not want to vaccinate. Yet, a survey just published clearly says that almost two Italians out of three are in favor of mandatory vaccination. 11% of those who responded to the survey are in favor of the measure, but even 53% would like it to be extended to all unvaccinated regardless of age and type of employment. On the contrary, 9% would prefer to limit it to those who work in essential sectors and at risk, such as health personnel or law enforcement, while 20% say that they are against any form of, of obligation, and 7% do not have a definite opinion. By the way, my personal idea is that every time these surveys have a number of people saying they have no opinion, it is because those who answered maybe shouted something not very gentle or said something impossible to fit in a category. I've never met an Italian without an opinion on anything. As of last Friday, January 14, the decree that imp implements the European Directive aimed at reducing the use of disposable, non-biodegradable and non-compostable plastic has officially come into force in Italy. Plates, straws, forks and knives and spoons and other plastic products are no longer on sale. Stop also to cotton buds, food containers made of expanded polystyrene and their caps and lids. Italy has long been at the forefront and leader in the fight against single-use plastic and in combating the pollution of, of plastic objects in the Italian seas and rivers with national regulations, such as the ban on plastic bags. Since a couple of years now, in Italian supermarkets you will find only bags of paper or biodegradable material to be disposed of along with organic products in the appropriate containers of the separate collection of garbage. This is despite the fact that with the pandemic, the use of plastic containers has greatly increased, favoring the consumption of takeaway food and single portions to avoid contact or contagion when sharing food in canteens, public places, food kiosks, restaurants and bars. And speaking of consumption of typical Italian products, the recent increases in energy, energy and gas costs have also affected coffee, an Italian ritual that has already been the subject of problems because today in Italy those who are not vaccinated cannot consume it at the bar. All over Italy there have been increases in the prices of espresso but also of cappuccinos and cakes and pastries consumed at the counter or at the tables of bars all over Italy. There are increases, uh, uh, these are increases of just a few euro cents but they are felt by citizens who every day go to one of the more than 160,000 bars in Italy. The percentage increases are on average 2.8% and the fear is that Italians will soon have to pay 1 euro and 50 for a coffee. Breakfast at the bar is in fact one of the most popular collective rituals in Italy, which before the pandemic not only involved the con consumption of products, but also social interaction with the bartender and other customers. Every day 5.5 million Italians had breakfast in Italian bars before Covid. In addition to the increase in energy costs, these new prices are due to the rise in the cost of raw materials, with coffee prices rising by plus 81% in 2021, milk prices by plus 60% and sugar and cocoa prices by plus 30%. But let me finish this video remaining in the food sector. Today is the World Pizza Day, a day in which St. Anthony Abbot is celebrated patron saint of pizza makers. Remember that the art of the Neapolitan pizza makers is protected as intangible world heritage by UNESCO. In this occasion a survey has been done and it has the presumption to say which are the Italian's favorite pizzas, even though there will be surely be someone who will have something to say in protest. Me first. 
according to the survey at the first place there is sim the simple pizza margarita with tomato and mozzarella at the second place the margarita with ham and mushrooms then the capricciosa that is all the ingredients of the first two with the addition of olives artichokes and eggs at the fourth place the diavola there is the margarita with salami and at the fifth place the, there seems to be the margarita with tuna which I've never seen or eaten. The survey also says that in the north of Italy, the most preferred ones are ham and mushrooms, the classic margarita and gorgonzola, uh, the classic margarita, and gorgonzola and salami. Whereas in the south of Italy, the most preferred ones are margarita with buffalo mozzarella instead of the normal one, marinara, that is tomato and anchovies without mozzarella, and pizza with tuna and onions. Even here, I have some doubts. Finally, the survey also tells us which pizzas Italian women prefer. Those in the north love vegetarian and brisaola and arugula, while those in the south prefer pizza with eggplant and ricotta cheese, sometimes also called parmigiana, pizza with seafood and cherry tomatoes, and the one with capers and olives. The important thing, my friends, is that you eat pizza with Italian ingredients, which are the best. My, familia, my family and I will be celebrating both pizza day to day with a nice pizza. Our family surveys says that uh, I prefer the four cheese, my wife the vegetarian, and my daughter the margarita. How about you? Which pizza do you prefer? Whatever it is, enjoy. Buon appetito. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was With Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday. Please stay safe, take care, eat healthy, and eat a pizza. Ciao from Rome.